Dungeons and Dunces is a wild and violent podcast for grown-ups. Fewer discretion is advised. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello everyone and welcome to Dungeons and Dunces. I am your host, Austin Miller, and we are doing the 10-layer dungeon. This very well might be the final episode of the 10-layer dungeon, and I have joined with me today, Catherine Murphy. Hello, hello, hello. I'll be making noises because I died last time. Well, you could say what you're playing still. You're playing something different, but you can still say what it is. Do you not remember what it's called? Have you already forgotten? Sorry. Oh, are you glitching out again, Kat? Nope. Sorry. Yeah, I guess it was. All right. Do you remember what it was called? Iron Defender. There we go. Then we've got... <laughs> Should we start from the top? Nah, it's fine. Would you like to do your little introduction again? I can cut out all that stuff in the middle. Nah, I think it's funny. But all if right. you want to. I mean, I'm still going to cut out some of the stuff in the middle. That way it doesn't have the space. Yeah. We've also got Jake Manyweathers. Hello, I'm playing Aegis Crease, the Artificer. Gabe Conley is not here at the moment. He might be joining later, but he's got some stuff to deal with at the moment. But if he does pop in, he will be playing the Chinchilla. Otherwise, I will be playing the Chinchilla until then. And this is actually going to be a special episode because we're actually recording this on my birthday and i took extra fucking care to make this so much fun and this floor will be a lot different than any of the other floors because i i put so much work into this specific floor i've got like you're actually going to get uh, more interaction from the fight from this boss fight on this floor uh you're going to actually have to there's going to be consequences to your actions throughout this whole thing there hasn't been already Oh, I mean, like, there's genuinely going to be fun consequences for this. It's going to be so... Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Um, so I really wish the soundboard had generic children cheering. Go ahead, and once you guys got the map open, just go ahead and let me know. Yeah, I'm all ready and set. I, I don't want to uh, leave the elevator yet. I want to do something while we're traveling up. All right, what are you going you know? to do when you're traveling up the elevator? All right, so as the door closes on the floor below and we're going up, I kneel down in front of Chinny and uh, look him dead in the eyes and say, Cheeseburger loved you so dearly. I believe she'd want you to have this as from my chest I pull out Merlin's flame and give it to him. Well, it's it's not something you'd pull out of... Wait, do you mean like your physical, like the chest as in your body? No, is it like the Merlin Flame power? Like I try, I pull it out and give it to Chinny. Did I not explain how the ritual works to transfer it to different things? So well, how, you can do it willingly. Yeah, it's a willing ritual. So how this works? Um, do do any of you guys have like a cup or a bottle in your inventory? I, I guess I should ask you, Ace. Do you have any like a cup or a bottle or some a container in your inventory? I have a, I have a water skin. A water skin? That will work. Okay, so how you're going to have to do this is you each have to pour a small amount of blood infused with your magic. Well, you have to pour blood infused with that spell into this. Uh, The chinchilla has to pour a small amount of its blood into this. And then the chinchilla has to consume it. Uh, After you say 
you have to say the the phrase i hereby transfer um the power of merlin's flame to you and then the name of which would just be chinchilla or the chinchilla yeah uh, and then the chinchilla up. would drink the combined blood and it would gain the powers which in this case it would be oil and blood which for the sake of this yeah. i will i'll say it's fine for the chinchilla to drink oil it's kind of a phantomy chinchilla oil. so it's okay yeah so you're gonna go ahead and do that yeah I, I pull out my water skin from the bag and as i'm pulling this out uh as well as um what do I have? As well as... Uh, Thieves Tool would have something sharp in it, wouldn't it? Alright, so... you uh, Yeah, bladed out... scissors. So I pull out my water skin with uh, the bladed scissors of the Thieves Tools. You pull and as I'm doing the water skin, and as you slice open your palm to drip it into the water skin, the oil is leaking out with a golden glow. And the chinchilla puts its tiny little paw over it as well, and as you cut it, it's little, a little bit of its little red blood drips down into the water skin as well. You seal up the water skin and shake it violently to mix the blood together. Uh, and then you place it in front of the... Are you holding it for the chinchilla to drink or are you going to just place it in front of it and hope that the chinchilla is uh, smart enough to I'll pick it up? It. I'll hold it at an angle so it's easier for him to uh, drink it properly. All right, go ahead and say the uh, say the transfer words. I hereby willingly transfer Merlin's flame to you. And then the name. Chin Chinchilla. There we go. Uh, the Chinchilla drinks the oily blood that's infused with a golden power, and can now use Merlin's fucking flame. Uh, and Yay! here's the thing that I don't think I told you about the chinchilla. The chinchilla is unaligned, otherwise known, at least in, in my understanding, a true neutral. People with the alignment of good, when they're healing with this spell, they do the maximum amount, they do the maximum amount of healing, which would be the two of their specific dice. Uh, people who yeah. are of the evil alignment do the maximum amount of damage which would be two of that dice, and then one of the other. True neutrals, like if you become a true neutral while you have this power, because you or you are given it as a true neutral through this ritual, you do the maximum amount of both. Nice. Uh, but first Great. things well, first, we need to see how well it's absorbed. So I'm going, I actually have my physical dice right next to me. I'm going to roll a d6. All right. Not the best roll. It's it's a it's a two, so that's gonna be d sixes. But that's still pretty fucking effective for a tiny ass chinchilla. Two d six damage, as a little cantrip for this little guy who, for the sake also of this, has is now an awakened chinchilla. Yeah, still the same well, size. Well, Nothing else has changed, but it is now awakened. Uh, and as your elevator reaches this next floor. It actually looks quite different from the previous floor. <gasps> While the floors and ceilings are still made of metal, 
and the walls are still metal with every other light or every other panel being a light. It's a lot more dingy in here. Some of the lights seem to be broken and the walls have scratch marks across them in this room as if a massive fight had gone down in here. And there are two doors in front of you that lead to the egg, that uh, exit out of this room. We'll take the left one, I assume. Always go left. All right. Uh, as you walk out the door, uh, you are you find yourself in a hallway, and you see on the wall in front of you is arrows carved into the actual wall themselves, pointing. Uh, so you're facing, like you're facing down. So it's pointing to your left, but for the sake of looking at the map because the map only has one orientation, they're pointing to the right on the map. That way? Yeah. Okay. Can I say something real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah. Rut row raggy. Oh, would one of you guys mind moving the chinchilla while we're going through this? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Actually, what I also do is I go to uh, Chinny, and I say, uh, something's <laughs> trying to guide us. Could you scour out stealth stealthily? All right, the chinchilla's going to... The chinchilla is going to scout out ahead. <laughs> Look at him go. As it's going through, we're going to have to roll a quick perception check for the chinchilla. Uh, per per perception was wisdom, correct? Uh, yes. All right. Oh, that's a 17. Uh, not Ooh. quite enough to detect any traps. Uh, so the chinchilla is going to run forward and get... Um... No! Uh... I'll roll a dexterity saving throw. How could you? 23. So that is a successful dexterity saving throw. Um, so it doesn't take any damage. However, it is now soaked in oil. The chinchilla okay. is now soaked in oil. Uh, but the path does continue Pissy. forward. Would you guys like to follow it down? Yeah, Ch Chinny will keep going. Oh, Chinny's going to keep going by itself. All right. Try to dry him off just in case he lights fire. This is a brave chinchilla not returning once it's been soaked in oil. <clears throat> I do recommend that you guys do follow it because you know for story purposes. Because uh, as you're, as the chinchilla is walking bark, bark, down, bark. there's arrows still we'll stay, carved into we'll the stay, walls. We'll stay a, a a corridor back at each time. Yeah, there's there's arrows carved into the walls guiding your path uh and as you get to this next interpass there is an arrow carved into the metal pointing to the door on the left and there is a hallway to the right chinny will come and come and tell us and uh we'll all we'll all go don't want him to go into a unspecified room all right you can all go into this room uh, yes. All right. Uh, you open the door, and as you look inside, you see what is unmistakable as a holographic image bark, 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 of bark, a bark. man in armor. Uh, and then you hear a voice through the intercoms that doesn't sound quite the same as the uh, the voice you had heard up to this point. So, a new group of challengers made it to my floor. 
It's been quite some time since I've had a good fight. But first, what? you'll have to prove yourselves worthy to take me on. So in each room you go into, you'll have either a choice or a test. Choose correctly or pass the test, and you can continue. If you fail, well, I have no use for trash. So run along, little mice. I've marked the path ahead. Oh, but tread carefully. Uh, and then the holographic image fades. Uh, and then... So I didn't say this before. Sorry, I, I forgot to say this before. But the the other path down the hallway, the lights were turned off. Uh, but now, uh, is the door still open? Yeah. So you see the lights that were down that hallway start to turn on one by one going down that hallway. Uh, would Not you like to follow the lights? We will follow the lights. All right. Go into the light. So the lights keep turning on. Uh, the path, the, they keep turning on to the path on your left, but there is also a path straight forward that you could follow instead if you so chose because you have plenty of choices when it comes to this. I talk to my Iron Defender and say, should we follow this guy's plan? Bark! You, you can communicate telepathically in English. Like, you're able to do that. Yeah, you, you can talk to oh, me. You're, you're able to speak. Okay. Which, for, for this, we'll okay. say that you are also awakened. You're able to speak normally, regardless, simply to make it simpler. Um, I made you from a human corpse and gave you his vocal cords. Technically there a you go. <laughs> corpse. Yeah, there we go. Warforged corpse. Uh, forward, my master. Forward? You don't want to follow the guy's plan. I trust him. All you right. don't trust him? Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll trust the Iron Defender's wisdom. Alright, so you're, you're following down the pathway. Uh, you don't hear anything over the intercoms while you're walking down this hallway, but it is very dark. Do either of you have dark vision? I think I do. Uh, it's dark vision 60 feet. Okay. Don't know if I do. Uh, it would show up on your character. Here, I, I've got your character sheet. I can check. I don't believe you do. No, so I, I let the uh, Iron Defender take the lead. Yeah, no, you do not have dark vision. The chinchilla also does not have dark vision. Iron Defender. Yeah, it's 60 feet of dark vision. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and make a perception check, Iron Defender. And it's going to be a normal one for you because you have dark vision. Had anyone else been in the lead, it would have been at disadvantage. Now, nah, just let me know what you get. So D20? Yeah. Uh, it's a D20 plus uh, nothing, actually. Uh, if you're on the the webpage, there should be a little dice button that you can just click above it. Uh, uh, wisdom. Oh, wait, you have a plus three to perception, and you have advantage on perception checks. I forgot about that. So you actually get to roll with advantage. Yeah, I don't see the dice on the website you gave me. Do you want me to roll for you? I can pull up a dice. Okay. Yeah, you get a plus three. So roll two d20 and take the higher of the two. And then add three. 18. 18? 21. 21. 21. All right. Uh, There there are holes in the ground ahead of you that you believe spikes will shoot out of 
if you are if you step on the in the wrong spot. Perhaps we should turn back. Can I, from from where I stand, can I investigate it to see what the correct path would be? Uh, yes. Go ahead. This is uh, this is also going to be a DC eighteen check. That is a twenty four. All right. Yeah, you can you can get past this safely. And would I be able to communicate that effectively to the other two? Uh, the chinchilla can ride on your soul shoulder, and the iron defender has a telepathic link to you. Okay. I so, precisely tell the iron defender to copy my steps exactly as we go through. All right. So you now come to another crossroads. You can either go to the right, or you can go to the left, or well, to um, the right, or you can continue straight forward. I should say. We have a perception check. Uh, both pathways end up going to turns. It's curious if there are any sounds coming from either of them. Hmm, okay. Uh, go ahead and roll... Roll a perception check, yeah. What would that be under? Um, that would be... Uh, well, actually, that would be... That's still your plus three, and because you, you do have advantage on perception checks, because you have keen senses. Uh, so go ahead and roll 2d20 uh, when it's got the plus three going to be a uh, a dc 20 check for this 17 <laughs> uh, right. i sense she's close and use my flash of genius to plus four to that roll oh you're what <laughs> flash of genius when you or another creature you can see within 30 feet makes an ability check or a saving throw you can use your reaction to plus four to the roll oh, that, that makes it 21 okay uh the pathway to the right, you can hear the crackling of candles in the distance. I hear candles, my lord. Shall we march on to the candles? Let's check them out. That's this way? Yep, that's yes. that way. We'll check out the candle, Sitch. Okay, you've come oh, to me the me. door. I'll, I'll open the door. Why not? All right, you open up the door, and inside the room, there is a cauldron with a corner at with four... Uh, four candles surrounding it at each, like, each edge of it. Each corner. And you hear over the intercom. Congratulations. You've made it to your first choice. Do you see that cauldron in the middle of the room? Being the one, one yeah. in the middle of the room? Yeah, the cauldron you, in the you middle of the room. You mean the big cauldron lit by candles? Oh, that cauldron. Oh, uh, by the <laughs> way, night. as as he starts speaking... The door behind you slams shut, and you can hear it no. lock. Oh, Christ. One of you must <laughs> sacrifice some blood, or oil, I suppose, into it. Oh, and the choice part is both who will... T uh, sorry. The one who takes the risk of slicing themselves with a dagger into the cauldron... Uh, as well as choosing either to do so or to rot away in this room. Master, so can use my blood. I just don't have hands. Here, your decision here is to... Uh, who is going to sacrifice blood, or will you just choose to rot away in this room and die? I don't think um, dying's an option. I, I will uh, let the Iron Defender do it, because I have many ways of fixing it. Buster, right. I do not have hands. Uh, at the bottom of the cauldron, there is a rusty dagger. Uh, place your paw over the lip. 
Fred V3. I would like you to know the specific word of sacrifice. Whoever does it has to do it themselves. So the Iron Defender F. will have to find a way to cut their own paw. Okay, I dropped a knife into the cauldron with my mouth. They'll have to do it with the get... knife. Okay. Yeah, which is what I was saying. You, you, you set the knife. Okay. You set I'll tell the you knife. what. Would I be able to tinker with her for an hour to give her opposable hands? Uh, you know what? <laughs> we can say that you did that ahead of time, and she is a weird hound with opposable thumbs. Yeah, we go. Okay, so. Me and Chinny will uh, stand a bit further back in case something happens. <laughs> I said just sit on my legs on and my then legs. just stab myself in the paw. Alright, so as your blood drips into this cauldron, you can actually feel you can feel yourself getting stronger, yet at the same time weaker. Uh so you now have so the doors uh now unlock and open themselves, uh and you have a minus two to your dexterity score, so it is now twelve. And your uh, and the modifier is plus one, which also brings your armor class down by one. Uh, and your strength score goes up to to eighteen, and you now have a plus four to your strength modifier, which actually increases your two hit by one. It's probably a good thing I didn't do that because I would have been in the minus for dex. Yeah, it increases your your damage, uh, and your two hit by one. I am defender. How are you? Do you feel any different? Allegra has kicked in. All right, you can now go ahead you feel and like you continue, continue down the pathways. We we go the. Are you going back? You going back the way you came from? You're going out this other door. Wait, there's another door. I didn't see that door. Well, we go through the new the door we've not been through. All right, it's at least in the same place, but. All right, you now have another choice of which path to take. You can either go to the right um, or go to the left. Where have we come from? Uh, should we take the one that goes down? Something like that will lead to a room. Okay. Do you, do you want to go first with your perception in case there's a trap? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do, but I thought it would be annoying. No, no, go for it. Go. So... No, you need to worry about it. You go to You come to a door. Okay, that's so good, because like I rolled to... a nat one. <laughs> would you like to use your opposable thumbs to open your first door? Yes! Alright, you open the door, and in not quite the center of the room, there is a table. On this table the... is a key and two goblets full of an unknown liquid. Another Can choice I roll... and a test of wits. Before you on the table sits two goblets, both full of mead. One of them, however, has been laced with an odorless, tasteless poison. But don't worry. Is this for the Princess Bride? Don't worry, it isn't lethal. It does have a major consequence for whomever drinks it, though. All the liquid must be drunk before you can collect the key from the table, as it will not move until you complete this task. What if we just bring the table with us? Uh, the key is currently magically sealed to the table until 
the liquid from both goblets has been drunk. So we, so we just so take the table with us. It might be odorless, but could I investigate it to see if there's a color change in either of the uh, cups? Uh, both look exactly the same. Well, this is this is a um, test of wits. What was it again? So one goblet has poison inside of it. They both have the same mead. It's the goblet itself that is laced with the poison, which has seeped into the mead in the goblet, of course. But is it magical? It is, but it's so simple. All I have to do is divide from what I know of you. Are you the sort of man who'd put the poison in his own goblet, or his enemies? Oh, I just need to know if it's magical. Um, it is. It is a normal poison. It is a very dangerous poison, but it is a. It is not a magical poison. Well, actually, hold up. Let me let me rephrase. It's not so much magic. Uh, a magical poison. Um, th- it's not so I much think a poison Jenny's... as it is a curse, which I'm not sure if that would classify as magic. Uh, let me have a quick look. Would a curse I count think as Jenny magic? should sit this one no, out. Kind of I mean, like, you know how in Baldur's Gate, uh, Auntie Ethel has those, uh, those potions that they count as like potions and effects like that, but they're technically curses. It's kind of like that. You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. The most famous is to never get involved in a land war in Asia, but only slightly less known is this. Never go in going against a Sicilian when death is on the line. Oh yeah, one of these rooms is very, very dangerous, by the way. Okay, since uh, Warforges and Iron Defenders are uh, better against poison than the chill, I'd say we go for it. Alright. Uh, do you want to... Should one of us go first in case it's the correct one instead of both of us and one of us definitely getting poisoned? Well, here's the thing. I'll go first, my master. Okay, so here are the rules of this. Only one person can drink from a single goblet. All the liquid must be drunk. Those are the two rules of this. Yeah, so but what he's saying is... people can drink from a different mug. Hmm? If so like, I could drink from one and... Fred could drink from another. Who's Fred? Oh, the Iron Defender. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. So my plan was, like, one of us drinks, instead of both of us drinking, like, at the same time. So, like, one drinks first, because then if it's correct, no one gets poisoned or cursed. Well, no, you. no matter what, someone will get a curse. Oh, I thought one was and one wasn't. One of them yeah. is cursed. Just yes. the one that the is cursed of it has is the, the one that releases the as key. A part of it. One of you will become cursed no matter what. It's a matter of who is capable of taking this curse and being okay afterwards. All right. Considering well, I just... just got a strength buffer. We'll, we'll both we'll both just neck it then. One each. Cheers. Do you have a guarantee Cheers. that both of them aren't cursed? Well, then we share it, like like friends do. Uh, okay, I'm going to need you both to roll constitution saving throws. 20. Yep, uh, D, it's your... Con- uh, so Iron Defender has a plus 3. So it's... I got 10. You got 10? Yeah. 14. Okay, so Agus, you are a little bit drunk. 
the Iron Defender is fine. However, Aegis, you drank from the one on the left, correct? Yes. Okay, so that is the one that had the curse on it. So as the key unseals from the table and starts levitating in the air, you suddenly feel sickly. You're, you're not going to like this effect. It's very, very bad specifically for you. Hello? What is it? I've added Fuck, it to what your is character it? sheet. I, I just added it to your character sheet. Go ahead and refresh and look at your constitution score. Oh, no. Oh, Christ. <laughs> But is it? It gives you a minus five to your constitution score. So uh, your because your constitution score was already low. It was at twelve. Yeah. Now it is at seven, and you have a negative two. Your saving yeah, throws, however, do still have a plus one because you are proficient in that. Um, but you now have uh, the curse of si- curse of the sickly which I just came up with on the fly, the name of it. <laughs> uh, would you like to continue down the path? Uh, I'll take the key and then we will. Well, yes, it's currently levitating in the air. Go ahead and take that. I can't exactly move it off the map because it's a part of the map, but still. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you going to go through guess... the unopened door or back to check out the next path? I'll ask the Iron Defender. What do you want to do? Does any, what do you any do room it? can kill you. Uh, any, I feel that any room can be extremely dangerous or not dangerous as much as it is uh, just kind of risky. It's a game of risk. It's a little I mean, bit of a risk I, game, yeah. You've already managed I guess to just... uh, get by one room that honestly, good for you, because <laughs> that would have been traumatic. I think we just take the door and carry on. All right, take the lead. Okay. Right. You're gonna go through the unopened door. Yes. Right. Break hands. With your opposable thumbs. All right. You walk through the pathways and you come to an intersection. Go right or left. Which way would you like to go? Your steps in check. <laughs> uh. So, the pathway to your right turns almost immediately to the left. The pathway to your left goes down quite a ways. And then turns to the right, which is also left on your map. What do you think? Go up, I think. All right, up so you it turn is. to the right. You come across another choice. Almost immediately. See a door. Where? Oh, no, wait, that's part of the map. Which I'm, I'm unveiling your line of sight. Which is very dark uh, in here, so... 1, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. So 30, there's 30, 30, 30, an... See that. So you there's can see this far. Couple of things. The Iron Defender can see this far. Agus, you can't see quite nearly as far. You can see yeah. maybe fifteen feet in front of you. There's okay. a left, there's a right, there's a left, and there's a, a forward. I, I say I, I trust trust your instincts because I can barely see in here. Yeah, you and the chinchilla are pretty much just it's following like... the defender. Okay. Ah! You walk into this room, uh, and there are four floating flames. Oh, I thought they were uh, ice cubes. There are four floating flames 
making kind of a, a rectangle in this room. God, I feel mm. bad for you guys now. Uh, <laughs> oh! Bad choice of rooms. Uh, the, as the doors seal behind you. Those doors will remain sealed until two of you fight to the death between those blue flames. Quite bad luck. For one of you, at least. Uh, so who will fight to the death within the flames? I see where this is going, <laughs> alright. So, me and our defender can fight, right? Uh, yes, you can. And that, that will open the doors, yeah? Ah, uh, yes, that will open the doors so long as one of you dies. Okay. Um, I tell Iron Defender to trust me. To the end, my dear. <laughs> Iron Defender only has 30 hit points, so it's not going to take long. I, I tell him to, to just... Uh, I tell Fred to just trust me as uh, I just... Fred, Fred trusts you. 17. That hits. Armor class is 17. Armor class is currently 10. 16, actually. All right. 10 damage. 10. All right. A third of the way there. Iron Defender, are you going to fight back? Uh, yeah, I'll put on a little show. Guess. All right. Go ahead and roll your two hit. 20. <laughs> a natural 20? Nope. Is that a natural 20? Yes. You might kill me. Okay. No! I'll go ahead and roll your damage real quick. Okay. Okay, so that's so far 10 damage, uh, and you need to make a strength saving throw, Aegis. No. Oh, that's the wrong thing. Sorry, don't worry about that. Uh, never mind, natural 1 on the save. A natural 1 on your save? Yeah. Okay, so a and, total um, of um, 16 damage, and you are now grappled. So you cannot move. It was just about to be a little nibble, I swear. Um, I tell her to uh, calm down, because I'm currently on 8 health. Yeah, you, you I tell her to loosen her jaw. Alright, go ahead and I take back away attack, slowly. Well, no, you currently have him grappled. Just let go and back away slowly. 13. Uh, that does not hit. Iron Defender, it's your turn if you would like to... Uh, you can either hit him or you can do a fake hit, as I was trying to explain before, uh, which would be... You'd have um, a minus two to that roll, but so long as you can get over a, like a 10 or higher, it uh, it'll work. It'll look like you I'm just going to run headfirst into the wall, since I think I know where this is going. Just roll a, a, it's a charisma check, so go ahead and roll a d20. Okay. <laughs> you, want to, you want to roll... 14! That, that works, yeah. Alright, so it looks as if you tried to attack him and missed. <laughs> Aegis, it is now your turn again. I'm doing awfully here. Oh, uh, goodness. Tell you what, I'll give you advantage because the Iron Defender is specifically letting you ch hit it. 17. That hits. There we go. Another 10 damage. All uh, right. 10 more to go. Iron Defender, you have to roll again to try and con to try and be convincing about faking this. 14 again. 14 again? All right. Oh. Very convincing. Aegis, it's right. your turn again. 
you still get that advantage. 22 oh, to hit. That definitely hits. Seven damage. All right, you've got three HP left. Iron Defender, oh, another roll. Uh, you must now actually attack because it was not convincing enough to fool the uh, the wa the person watching. So you now have to roll an actual two hit. So go ahead and roll the d20. And it is plus... Oops, I got a three. I got a three. You got a three? Oh. Thank goodness. Okay, so that does that is going to miss because it is a plus six. So it's a nine. Uh, it's not going to hit his AC. Okay, it is now Aegis's turn. 13. Oh, come on, game, please. All right, Iron Defender. You can either fake it again or just attack. It's up to you. Fake it. Fake it. <laughs> All right. Three. No. All right. Roll to hit. One. Now one. Yes. Nat one. All right. Yes. You get advantage here again. Not <laughs> sure if you've been rolling with advantage the whole time or not, but you get, you get that no, advantage. But... Uh, with advantage, 19. All right, roll your damage. Nine. Aegis, finisher. How would you like to finish the Iron Defender? Uh, I just... <clears throat> I just, uh, without hitting any major circuitry, I just uh, go straight for the uh, center of mass in her chest. Shit right. God for the head. Uh, the iron the collapses dead on the floor, and the doors unseal and open. Okay. So if I just I drag the corpse out here, you can drag the corpse with you. Yep, because he's my iron defender. So within an hour of her dying, I can uh, tinker with her to bring her back to life. All right. Well, go ahead and continue either down a different path, or go ahead and do what you would like. Just trying to find something quickly. I don't remember if she comes back on full or not. That's what I'm trying to find. How about we let her... She can play the chinchilla for now. That way we don't have to worry about... come back online. That way we don't have to worry about it being resurrected or anything. Well, I know I can just use my tools to do it within an hour of it dying. I just can't remember what health it comes back. Here, I'll put the Iron Defender dead in here, and then you can come back to it at some point. Uh, I guess we'll go in in here. Um, All right. So after as you, as you try to yeah. open that door, uh, yeah, it doesn't quite open, and you hear over the intercoms, "You're not ready quite yet. Continue exploring, and you'll find a way to unlock my doors." I'll ask Chinny where he wants to go. Forward, I guess. Let's go. Neither of you Let's guys go. can see, by the way. Like, it's so dark in here. Because you hadn't gone into that first room, so the lights haven't uh, been guiding you this whole time. You've just been wandering aimlessly through the dark. So go ahead and keep continuing forward. <laughs> who's in front and who's in back? Just so we can establish that now. Oh, oh good. Why not? So Aegis is in the front. Okay, so you've come to another little pathway. Uh... There's a door to your left, and then the pathway forward. Well, that looks like... Same door. Yeah. I, I, feel, I have a feeling that's the same same door, so we'll continue down. All right. Uh, and as you continue down this hallway, you are going to need to make a perception check at disadvantage because it is so dark. I have no idea how to play Jenny. I, I got a seven... 
Aegis is in the front, so it's his perception check. I got a natural 20. Is that with disadvantage? I rolled it with disadvantage on D&D Beyond, yeah. Oh, so you got... Wait, did you get two nat 20s? Uh, I'm guessing... I'll, I'll roll it again, just in case it's not done it. Uh, perception again. Uh, yeah, I did get two nat 20s. Holy shit. Yeah, um... Yeah. There's a fucking blade trap right there in front of you. Oh. That's two natural 20s in a row. That's fucking impressive. And you'll never see it again. No, no, you will never see that happen again. Because here's, here's the thing. This would have cut your leg off. Because you would have had to roll a constitution saving throw. And you now you have that negative to your constitution now. Uh, yeah, but you're now able to get past this pretty easily without triggering it, so go ahead and do that, and continue down the pathway. Okay, we disable it, and... Well, it's not quite disabled so much as it isn't activated yet. Oh, right, okay. Alright, we continue down the pathway until you get to another crossroads. Door on your left, path to your right. Shall we check the door? Chinny! Let's check the door. Okay. As you open the door and walk in, you see a man in armor sitting it's on It's him for the hologram. No, not quite. Uh, so You're you playing hear Kinical? you hear over the intercom. <clears throat> no, that man in the armor isn't me. He's a previous challenger who was trapped here because the rest of his party died. And he had nobody to complete this challenge with. Now that you're here, however, he has a chance at survival. On the deck, or on the table, is a deck of many things. Oh, God. Each of you <laughs> will take turns drawing at least one card per turn until someone dies. Now isn't that fun? Oh, it's no! and whichever of you kills him may keep his armor. You'll find it truly is one size fits all. Have fun. I have like three inches. I'll do it, Chinny. Uh, I want for, you to live. For a little bit of a spoiler, uh, the armor that he is wearing it truly is one size fits all. Whoever kills him, it will shrink down to the size of that person uh, so that they can wear it. Imagine he kills himself on accident. Oh, fuck. Dropping things. <laughs> okay, I need, I need so, to get out my stuff for the deck of many things. I believe I actually have so access to all of us to have to play it, or is it just two-player? It's uh, only two people have to do this. Okay. I'll give the one with the thumbs. Give me a second. Do, 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 do. Rain rot or something, but all right. What do I? What do I do? What do I rolls? What do, what happens? Okay, I need to. Um, I need to figure out how I'm gonna do this. This is gonna be cut out in a little bit. Okie dokie. I, I have to get through a bunch of stuff to try and figure out how I'm gonna get it to um to roll everything properly. And while this is getting cut, I'll just explain what I'm going to do if I survive. Is because I'm an absolute specimen, I didn't realize that I have the mending spell. And for an iron defender, that recovers 2d6 hit points. 
I said, uh, because I have brain rot and uh, didn't look at my spell list, if I cast Mending on an Iron Defender, it recovers 2d6 hit points even from uh, hmm. the deaded. Nice. Or I can use my tools as an action to revive it. Okay, so... I'm trying to figure out if there's a special way to, to do this. Okay, there's not. I really hope for that instant level 20 card again. That shit was great last time. So what we're going to do, I'm going to get a little d22 using a little dice roller thing. Rolladie.com. 1d22. Okay. So that's, that's how we're going to roll these dice. So... So a 22. Huh? A 22 dice. No, no, no. Um... I have a D22 that I'm going to be rolling. Like, I've got it on a website. On Rolladine.net. Yeah, That's how... I'm going to be rolling that to determine which card is drawn. Because I right. need to see which card... What the, all the cards are. So, uh... We're going to roll initiative real quick. And whoever rolls higher is going to be going first. 13. You got a 13? Yep. The Unknown Knight got a 19. Damn. So the unknown knight is going to go first. So he draws his card. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Which one is that? Ah, uh, you see a a weapon appear in his hands. Okay. So uh, whoa, whoa, there. It is a beautiful sword that just magically appears in his hand. Okay. Can I tell what weapon it is if I investigate it? Yeah, go ahead and roll a... Ah, uh, it's only a 10. It's only a 10? Yeah. Alright, so you don't know exactly what weapon this is. Uh, in fact, I don't know what it is yet. I have to choose one still. <laughs> I'm actually looking at the weapons right now to decide what it is. It's going to be a legendary, though, because why not? Very nice. It's going to be a legendary sword. Well, actually, you know what? Mm hmm. Uh, go. What did you get for your thing? What? Investigation? Mm hmm. 10. 10? Okay, so yeah, you don't know what this is, but uh, it's definitely a sword befitting a paladin. Okay. Oh, this is beautiful. And just, just so that you know what it is, uh, it's a holy avenger. Oh, damn. <laughs> I, I give him a holy avenger it is now your turn okay so as you pull your card okay, you pull card number 17 which is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 oh jesus this might just fucking end it uh never mind Aww. okay so all forms of wealth that you carry or own other than magic items are lost to you. Portable property vanishes. Businesses, buildings, and land you own are lost in a way that alters reality the least. Uh, any documentation that proves you should own something lost, uh, something lost to this card also disappears. You're broke now. Uh, I don't think I've had anything anyway. I was reborn in this room. Well, a few floors down, but... Here's the thing. Would that count as wealth? No. Yeah, yeah, you didn't really lose much. 
However, anything you owned in your previous life is now gone. Who cares about that? <laughs> can't remember any of it. Okay, it is I remember a little bit, not much. It's now his turn again. He is going to pull the 13th die, die, card. Die, die, die. Ooh, ooh, that sounds dangerous. Oh, or maybe yay? Okay, he he pulled the flames card. A powerful devil becomes your enemy. The devil seeks your ruin and plagues your life, savoring your suffering before attempting to slay you. Uh, this enmity lasts until either you or the devil dies. So nothing happens at the moment. He's just pissed off a oh. devil. I kind of wanted the hair to happen. <laughs> it is now your turn. You pull card number three. The moon card. What does that mean? Oh, shit. Uh, I need you to roll a d3. A d3? Yeah, okay. roll one d3. This... No, but I have a dice roller thing here anyway. Um, d3. What'd you get? I got a one. A one? Yeah. You get to cast the wish spell one time. Oh Who's my... cat? <laughs> Did you... Who's your wish to get rid of cat? Jesus. Yeah, you get to cast the wish spell once. Where'd you go, cat? Button. Sorry. He, yeah, he just... He gets to cast the wish... He gets to cast the wish spell one time. Right. So you can use that now or you can use it later. I'm gonna bank it for now. I'm just gonna keep it to myself. Okay. Uh, it's his turn again. He's pulling the 11th card. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Doo-doo-doo, which one is that? That's Talons. What does Talons card do? Oh, shit! <laughs> is he dead? Please say he's dead. Every magic item you wear or carry disintegrates. Artifacts in your possession aren't destroyed, but do... Oh my god, so he's not got the armor, he's not got his Avenger. Oh no, he still has the armor, because it's not magical. Um, but the right. Holy Avenger is just fucking gone now. Uh, so there goes that. Uh, there goes his fucking uh, holy symbol. That's, that's what we call a big oof. Like, he, he's depressed now. <laughs> Uh, his whole the holy water that he had on him, like it's it's fucking gone now. All he he doesn't have any weapons left because his only weapons were magical. Uh, okay, it is now your turn. Okay, I just put a card normally. Okay, tenth card. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh shit. Uh, so, you now have uh, 50 gems worth worth a thousand gold piece each appear at your feet. You got your money back. Nice! You, you now have 50 very valuable gems at your feet. Okay. I just... I'll let Chinny just collect them all into a pile next to me, I guess. I'm, I'm focused on this guy for when he reaches for the card. Okay, he's pulling his next card. As he goes to pull his card, under my breath I say, I, I wish to win this game. Shit, here's the thing. I'm about to add flavor to this. Because ah! the card that he pulled was actually the knight card. So you gain the service of a fourth level fighter who appears in a space you choose within 30 feet of you. Uh, the fighter is the same race as you and serves you loyally until death, believing the fates have drawn him or her to you. You control this character 
But here's the thing. Your wish has now altered this night. Uh, and you see a warforged summoned behind him. And it's not going to be a fourth level fighter. Instead, you see a very familiar face appear behind him. You see David Lake appear <laughs> yeah. behind this unknown knight. Let me go ahead and place this. Uh, there we go. David Lake appears behind this unknown knight, running him through the heart with the Dagger of Damnation. Oh my god. Uh, and he, he falls to the ground dead. David Lake ah. also f is now back. I like to see. David Lake is back and he has the Dagger of Damnation. Heck yeah. Um, Does that mean we have two? No, it just transferred to him. Okay. Well, actually, I, I say, don't think you had yeah, it anyway. I don't think you had the dagger I, of damnation. I think Chini we had it in his body. mouth. Chinny had it in his mouth. Oh, Chinny had it in his uh, mouth. That's right. It yeah, it's it's now on. Uh, it's now on David. David's it's got back. Teleported out of my teeth. <laughs> it just teleported out of your teeth. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was fucking. Oh my god. I wasn't expecting it to go like that. I say, welcome back, David, and thank you for the assist. Yeah, that was... Uh, but here's the thing. Because David was dead, mm -hmm. his memory is now destroyed. He he has no idea who you are. He just knows that he's here. Okay. It's probably weird that a chinchilla's hugging him right now. Oh, yeah, it's very weird that a chinchilla he, that he doesn't quite remember is uh, there hugging him. Oh, uh, whatever. He knows, that, just he knows that he's friendly towards you. He died at level 5, so he is level 5 still. Uh, I know it's a level 4. I don't give a shit. This is my campaign. <laughs> uh, you guys now have David Lake back. So when Onyx gets back, that'll be there. Uh, so go ahead and... I, I take the armor off this dude. We will actually... Because this was so cinematic, and we've been recording for about an hour... I think we should leave this one here and then continue it next time because that that was fucking awesome. And then Onyx gets the joy yeah. of coming back and finding out that David's back. Okay. Uh, so that's where we'll end this session. Thank you and goodbye. God, that was so much. That was so cinematic. Like, I don't know if you guys had that same vision in your head that I did. But damn, oh, yeah. that was so cool. Like, just and imagining that. I could that, animate. Just, just, ah, God, yeah, we need someone to fucking animate this shit. Just David just appears from, like, the fucking, from, like, a cloud of smoke behind this unknown knight uh, and just stabs him through the heart. Oh, and the, the armor just changed size to David's size, so now it'll fit him. David, David also now has this special armor, which, by the way... Um, it's Berserker armor. <laughs> uh, that's what I named it. This is my. I made this armor. It's quite dangerous. What's it do? What's it do? Oh, it does. It does a lot. Yeah, that's 
So that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun to get to. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to... Uh, is there anything you guys would like to add? Thank you all, one and all, for taking the time to listen to our story. Any uh, Anything you guys would like to plug at the end of this? Uh, no, I don't have anything. Not that interesting. Not, not that interested? You want to plug any of your socials? I'm not that interesting is what I mean. Oh. Uh, don't drink the tap water. <laughs> God. Uh, make sure you guys go and subscribe to the Patreon so you uh, so you get to see all of the uh, secret episodes that only our Patreon subscribers will get to see. Um, yeah, that that should be it. Uh, so hope you all enjoyed this what about episode. The Instagram? Of Dungeons and Dunces. <laughs> Fuck the Instagram. I don't give a shit. They they know where to find us. What? It's Dungeons and Dunces. I'm pretty much everywhere. And we'll see you next time. We will see. Yeah, we will see you next time where they will complete this level. Hopefully, uh, hopefully complete this level. It's more like you'll hear us. Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll see. That... Maybe we'll have video episodes eventually. We'll see. Oh, that, that's scary. Be it. Uh, farewell to all of you, fellow dunces, and have a great night. Hello Dunces, it's Austin Miller here, and I actually have something pretty cool to tell you all about. So we recently got gifted some D&D class tokens, and throughout January, February, and March, there will be a Kickstarter to raise money for all the people that made these class tokens so that they can make a token for Artificer and for Critical Role's Blood Hunter. They also sell a bunch of really cool dice, like 3D printed metal dice and resin dice that have little floating eyes in the center that will haunt your dreams. Uh, check it all out at DiceGoblins.com, and that is goblins with a Z. Uh, so go to www.DiceGoblins.com. That is www.D-I-C-E-G-O-B-L-I-N-Z.com. And check out all their stuff, and please donate to that Kickstarter if you're able to. These tokens are amazing, and it is so worth it. We will be posting it on our Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, and every other social media platform that we have hope you all enjoyed thank you and goodbye dungeons and dunces the 10 layer dungeon is austin miller as the dm Catherine murphy as the iron defender gabe conley as chinny the chinchilla and jake manyweathers as agus crease thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time